Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Today we've got a very fun show. I've got stu- I've got adult students from Crown College calling it, calling in today. These guys all participate in Crown College's Crown.edu forward slash radio in their online and on site master's programs, and we want to hear from their art on how their lives are being impacted by Jesus Christ in these and how it's also preparing them to do a great job in their workplace. But first, a verse of scripture, Proverbs 16, 16, how much better to get wisdom than gold? To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Cassie, Gabe, Larry, Betsy, and Dale. Welcome to the I Work For Him show. Hello? Are you out there? Anybody? Thanks for having us. Okay, there you go. It's okay to all say hello back. It's all right. Now, listen, because we've got people calling from all over the country into the show today, I'm going to call on you and ask you to just kind of share. But first, let me just go around the room as I've got it. I've got a little circle table drawn on a piece of paper. Just talk to me how Jesus Christ is making an impact on your life today. Cassie, you go ahead and start. All right. My name is Cassie, and I'm calling in from Minnesota today. Um you know, I am a mom, and I'm in school, and I have a full-time job, and I'm just kind of living every day trying to let God guide me and where I'm supposed to be in my life and in my career and as a mother and a wife and just trying to really 
take a step back and see what where he's leading me. So fantastic, Cassie's calling from the frozen tundra. All right, Gabe. Now, Gabe, you're calling from Cedar Rapids, where it's way warmer down there in Cedar Rapids. Gabe, how's Christ making an impact in your life today? <laughs> Yeah, we're a whole four hours south of Cassie, so you imagine there's a few degrees difference there. But, um, yeah, he's making a, a big difference, It's um, especially through church and just through community. Uh, just been brought to a place where I've just been humbled at how um, weak I am and my need for, for him to fill that gap. And that, that's the same with school as well. So Awesome. Larry, how about you? How's Christ making a difference in your life? Uh, Larry's still uh, coming here yet. So. Okay, so Dale, as long as you're talking, how's, how's Christ making a difference in your life today? Yeah, so, you know, I um, oversee the Christian ministry programs. I had this really exciting opportunity last week to be on a, an accreditation interview with one of the graduates of our program, and, and he's being, you know, sent out into um, church ministry, and just exciting to be a part of that and to see people raised up and sent out. Appreciate what you're doing here, too. Well, we're having a lot of fun. Bets, is Betsy in the room with you then? Not yet. Okay, all right. So we'll get to Larry and Betsy after the break. All right, so we're talking today with students from Crown College who are participating in their graduate-level programs. Dale, why don't you just take the next 30 seconds or so and just talk about the different graduate programs that are out there and available at Crown College, and people can find out about it at crown.edu forward slash radio. Yeah, first of all, um, we have a kind of traditional MBA program, uh, and then we have um, a nonprofit MBA uh, track within that program as well. Uh, we have an MA in organizational leadership, uh, an MA in Christian studies, and an MA in ministry leadership. Uh, and then finally, an MA in global leadership that has a few different concentration tracks in it. That's a lot of different options. And what I love best when, when I was talking with, uh, with one of the other professors on a show a couple of weeks ago was that the master, the MBA program, and then the MBA program with the nonprofit uh, focus, what a great deal is because it is definitely different running a nonprofit than it is running a for-profit company. Fantastic. All right. We're talking today with several students and a professor from Crown College, right up there in the frozen tundra, but it doesn't matter where they are because they're online. They've got an incredible online learning program for graduate degrees, and each one of those graduate degrees incorporates a biblical worldview so that not only do they teach you all the skills you need with these different master's degrees, they teach you how to apply it to your workplace so your faith is vibrant in everything that you do. But before we get back to these students, I want to thank our show sponsors, Most Insurance. Find them online at mostins.com. For auto, home, life, and small business insurance, these guys are the best. And to Bel Air Wealth Management, Luke, Dave, and Randy. We've got a big, exciting show with those guys this week on Wednesday. Don't miss it. We're going to talk about long-term versus short-term investment psychology. Boy, that's going to be a lot of fun. Bel Air Wealth Management, belairwealthmanagement.com. All right, we've got Cassie in downtown Minneapolis. we got Gabe in downtown Cedar Rapids. We've got Dale, Betsy, and Larry in St. Bonnie, Minnesota, talking about Crown College. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. All right, right. so so Cass, we'll just start with you then. Tell me, why did you choose Crown College's online education program? You know, I went to uh, college at the University of Northwestern in St. Paul's for my undergrad, so I already had a very Christ-centered education and knew that that's what I wanted to do for my master's at some point, too. Um, Crown happens to be a lot closer to home for me, but that doesn't matter because it is online. Um, so that's, I was also looking for a similar environment, but also online and closer to home. So that's kind of why I chose Crown. Cool. Gabe, what about you? 
So I was a journalism major out of the University of Minnesota, so I did go to school up there, um, and I, I switched from television news. I was an anchor and reporter for about four years, and I was changing kind of direction in my life. Uh, I, I actually left the station as a two-year contract, and I just walked away without anything really on my plate. Um, but I do own also a video production company, and so I, I thought maybe I could you know, do something to further my education around that. I heard an ad on Pandora, of all places, uh, for Crown College's program. And then the, at this point, I've been actually researching my options. Uh, so I looked at several different schools, and, and I really appreciated their perspective and how they tied Christianity in with the learning. So that's why I eventually chose Crown College. Now, Dale, do we have Larry or Betsy with us yet? Uh, they're not here yet. Okay, so Dale, talk to me about what are the, what are some of the things you hear your students say why they chose Crown College for their online learning program? What, what do you hear students saying? Yeah, so, you know, many of our students, they appreciate that emphasis on the Christian worldview, integrating faith with their work. Um, you know, the other thing is that, you know, Crown got into online education very early, so um, as far as Christian schools go, we, we, you know, we're small enough to give a personal kind of touch to what we're doing in the classrooms, but we've got the experience to, you know, develop a good good product. Do you enjoy the interaction with your online students, Dale? Absolutely, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, just seeing them um, progress, make progress through the program, go out and do a variety of things, all the way from uh, working in churches to working in businesses to there was a recent grad who was engaged in a, a thing called um, holy yoga. It was a way for her to bring together her work and her faith and, and make an impact there. Well, they, they do holy yoga here, down here on the beach, though. You guys don't have that up there in the frozen tundra, but we've got that down here on the beach, holy yoga on the beach, and then they do the holy hot yoga inside church buildings, and they don't have to turn the air conditioning on because they get 100 degrees without even turning the heater on. So it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Dale, when you and I were talking last week, you told me about something that's up and coming, and I thought this was fantastic. Down the road, a Master's of Divinity with an MBA built in it as well. That takes forward thinking. Tell me why you guys are pursuing that, and, and tell me when you think it may actually uh, come up. Yeah, so, you know, one thing we value is, again, this integration of our ministry and our work and being prepared to make an impact in a lot of different um, places. So uh, with, the M M with the Master of Divinity, we're hoping to launch that next uh, fall, uh, fall 2016, and we built into it a, a track that we call an executive leadership track preparing people to be able to manage and work in, in larger churches. And then if they want to continue on, uh, they can roll that executive leadership um, coursework into uh, the MBA so they could actually graduate with both uh, an MDiv and an MBA. And, and that's so powerful because so many of our pastors need those skills because there are, so much is expected of them in today's world. That though, though I just think it's fantastic. I love that idea. I can't wait to hear about that. But right now, talk to me about, let's just list for our listeners again, Dale, the different uh, graduate programs that are available right now online. Yeah, so the MBA, uh, an MBA nonprofit, uh, we have an MA in global leadership, MA in ministry leadership, and then an MA in Christian studies. I love that. And that's the one you're in, Christian Ministries, the Christian Studies one. That's the one that you are most involved in, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. So, Cassie, back to you. You didn't get your undergraduate at Crown, yet you're getting your graduate degree at Crown College. How hard was that to do? Because a lot of people are like, well, they, they think, 
it's more difficult because I didn't get my undergraduate from you. It's going to be more difficult to get my graduate. How difficult was it to move over? Because you went to the University of Northwestern, as you said. How hard was it to then move over your master's program to Crown College? It was no no problems at all. It was just simply and different, just like applying to a new school. You fill out the application process. There wasn't any transferring of credits, so that part was pretty much seamless. Well, and, it's a and brand it, new degree. Are you having fun? Well, <laughs> hmm. well, the homework isn't exactly fun, but the keep in mind there's result... important people listening, so you should, <laughs> of course. Yes, I'm having a great time. No, actually, it's really challenging um, in a good way. Um, it's a lot, big-time commitment, um, but you're learning. It's a very diverse uh, set of classes, so you're learning a ton. Well, and the question is, I know this is a little down in my question list, but I just want to ask you as long as I had you, how, how much of what you're learning on a day-to-day basis are you able to apply in your management position right now? Um, you know, I'm in the accounting industry, so a lot of the classes um, aren't necessarily, I mean, we take like marketing classes and international finance and managerial accounting, so obviously I'm more interested um, in learning about the accounting and finance courses, but that doesn't mean that the other courses aren't applicable. There's all kinds of organizational leadership courses and um, leadership structure um, that have been great for me to utilize as well in my leadership role. Neat. Now, Gabe, you had University of Minnesota. Go Gophers? Um, That's right. Yeah, no, no, no. And people down here, just so you know, Gabe, just because you're living in Cedar Rapids, too, where you know college football is also a big deal because the University of Iowa. I, I live in Florida now where everybody is freakishly excited about college football, and they say, Jim, what about you? Who do you root for? I'm like, I grew up in Minnesota. Nobody. Because it's yep. just embarrassing. All right, so you graduate from <laughs> University of Minnesota. How hard? Sorry, I just that's my that's my soapbox. I, I it's my show. I get to say stuff like that. How hard was it to for you having a degree from a secular university for you to get in to do your master's now at a Christian university? Honestly, you know, I was, when I was making the phone calls and meeting some of the people with Crown initially, they made it super easy to to get plugged in. Like Kathy said, you really just you go through this quick process, and if it's something you want to do, uh, that's not something that ever discouraged me. It really came down to when it comes to the work, and, and, and I'm in classes with Kathy, and, and we have a lot of uh, challenging work at times, but I think it's really taught me the importance of time management. That's one way of really growing. So uh, all in all, the transition, uh, I think, is what you make of it. And, and if you decide to really buckle down and get your uh, degree you know, through Crown, it, it's a great experience. So. We're talking with students and professors from Crown College today. You can find out more about their online graduate and undergraduate programs at crown.edu forward slash radio. And I've got them on iWork for him because these guys don't just give degrees. Uh, Of course, nobody gives a degree, but these guys aren't just earning degrees. They're earning a degree with a practical application on how to incorporate their faith into what they're doing, even in their MBA program. I absolutely love that. So talk to me about the decision-making process, Gabe, when you were looking at at Crown's uh, online program that the classes are every seven weeks. So you don't have like three or four courses in a semester. You've got three or four courses in a semester, but they're one course every seven weeks. How much of that was a determining factor for you? I thought that was really helpful. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad. I, I work full time. I'm trying to run a business and get that growing and up off the ground at the same time. And, and so the, the seven week course structure is, is just about perfect. 
that's about all the more I could handle. You know what I mean? So I'd say it's a, it's a great structure and really helps you just to focus on this one topic for seven weeks and you're not bogged down by four or five different classes. I love that. Cassie, when we come back, I want to talk about the flexibility of when you get to do your learning because I've heard that it's really, really flexible. All right, we're talking with students and a professor from Crown College about their online, amazing online graduate-level programs. You can get an MBA, an MBA focused on nonprofit, global leadership, uh, Christian Ministries. I know I'm forgetting one other one. Dale, what was the other one I'm missing? Uh, Christian Studies. Christian Studies. So all of those, but with a biblical perspective in everything that you're doing. We're talking about Crown College today. Many of you listen each and every day and go like, Jim, when I got my degree, nobody taught me how to connect my faith to my workplace. Well, maybe you're thinking about getting an MBA. Well, if you're thinking about getting an MBA, do it online with Crown College, crown.edu forward slash radio. we got a couple of students and a professor on here talking about the impact it's making on their lives. Cassie, I said before the break that we come back to you. You are a mom. You commute to Minneapolis from the western suburbs. Well, if you could call it that, from the almost from South Dakota every day. Oh, stop! It's almost like that. It's, and, and so you're a mom. You're getting a master's degree. You've got a. You've got tons of employees. How important was it that your learning, the online learning, was flexible? You didn't have to be in a classroom at a certain period of time. How important was that to you? Um, that was for sure a deal breaker for me. I um, didn't want to jeopardize the time with my family to be sitting in a classroom setting, um, although I do learn better sitting in a classroom setting. So it's really taken, um, or it's given me the opportunity to focus on how I can learn better in an online atmosphere. And um, I really only get about two or three hours after my daughter goes down to bed at night where I can really focus on um, my schoolwork and in addition to all my um, duties as a mom and wife at home. So, well, okay, but okay, Gabe, what about you? How, how important was that for you? This 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 flexible <clears throat> learning schedule. Yeah, the flexibility was huge, and and we're all busy to some degree, you know. So I don't claim to be more busy than anyone else, but it really, um, like Cassie said, you you can do your homework on a on a Monday or a Tuesday or pretty much any day of the week that really works for you. So for me in particular, you know, my Mondays and Tuesdays have become the days where I'm able to really do that. Whereas if other programs I looked at, you had to be downtown in a classroom at a certain time. And, and uh, it is different. The online atmosphere is different because you're not face-to-face with professors and sitting through lectures, but it really teaches you how to, you know, do the research yourself and dig into the content. So it's, it was great. Well, I love that. And now, both you guys are married. How have your spouses responded to you doing this online learning? Are they working with you to get this accomplished? I mean, because that's a, you both have you said you had kids. How hard is that on your marriage? Gabe, you first. Actually, uh, a lot of people are not married. Um, so that was. I thought you said my, you were a dad. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I am. I'm a. I am a dad. Okay. So I'm a single father. Okay. Um, but I, I tell you what, I through my church, I'm actually living with some younger guys, and I live with four other young guys, and through kind of a discipleship house situation, I'm trying to disciple them. But you know, as far as just immediate relationships, people are really supportive, and and they know like when you have to buckle down and get the homework done, they they're very supportive. I don't know about uh, Cassie's story, I guess, but. Cassie, for me, people have been really, really supportive. So, Cassie, how how has it impacted your marriage, you going back to get your MBA? Um, Chad's been really supportive. Um, it's not always easy, you know, who's 
whose stuff gets priority over homework or his fire department commitments. I mean, there's always something that's more, you know, who could be more important. But we're um, working together on it to work through and balance out the different responsibilities. And even sometimes he sits down with me and reads a paper or helps me with a problem or takes another angle on it. So, so talk to me, you know, with two and a half, is it about two and a half years to get this program done, seven weeks at a, a course at a time? It is a two-year program. Two-year However, program. I'm okay. stretched, I stretched mine out to be about three years. I think Gabe did the same thing to give us a little bit of a break in between and financially um, space it out a little bit more. So does that mean so you're not taking a course every seven weeks? You're actually taking a break in between, or what are you doing? The first two years I um, took, like, the holiday season off, so, like, October to December, and then started again in January. Okay. All right. Well, I know that they've got an online learning registration deadline. they got new classes starting on October 19th. So, listeners, if you're out there thinking, boy, I'd like to get involved in a program like this, an online education program from a Christian university where I can still get my MBA but get it with a biblical perspective— Go out right now, crown.edu forward slash radio. Now, Dale, you've what, what do you think? What's the ultimate aim of this online graduate program? Um, yeah, so each of the degree programs have their own emphases, but in every program we have some kind of spiritual formation emphasis. So, again, that's that personal cultivation and integrating faith with your work. And then each degree program has, um, you know, their specific disciplinary uh, goal. So for me, you know, it's uh, in, in the Christian ministry area, we're focusing on developing uh, ability to interpret scripture and uh, think theologically to um, engage, uh, empower other leaders actually to engage in ministry. And then also uh, all of our degree programs have um, some kind of emphasis on uh, understanding your world, engaging in culturally diverse relationships and such. So what do you think is the best part about the Crown College online graduate program, Dale? You know, one thing that I think is a real strength of online education is that we are able to leave people in their work and community context. They can stay engaged there and, um, you know, continuing their education, integrate their, their, what they're learning with their real-life scenario. So, um, also, I did want to let you know Larry uh, is here with his wife, so... Perfect. And that's exactly what they're doing right now is they're integrating this in their online their online learning in a real life situation uh, around the world. Now that's the voice of Dr. Fawn McCracken joining us on I Work for Him today. Thank you so much for joining us. So uh, Fawn, what what do you mean by that? Talk to me about that in a little more detail. I'll tell you what, I'll let Larry answer that question. Okay, Larry, welcome to I Work for Him. Go ahead and talk about it. I know I understand you're getting a master's degree in global leadership. Uh, yes, sir. So um, we are currently in Mongolia in the western side. Um, wow, I didn't realize I work for him made it all the way to Mongolia. This is incredible. <laughs> wow, that's unbelievable. I'm sorry. So uh, we, yeah, so we're doing the global leadership degree there, and because we ha- are able to have an internet connection, we are able to access that. And so we are right in our context, right there working with our people group and um, at our home and able to interact with what we're doing on a daily basis and also our education. So we're able to pull from everything that we're experiencing, living through, um, daily situations, counseling needs, any of that type of stuff with our schooling and apply it. And it's been really applicable for both of us. My wife and I are both doing the online uh, degree program as well. And your wife's name? Krista. Krista. Okay, Krista. So you're, what, what uh, online learning program are you involved in? 
So I just started the master's program in Christian studies with an emphasis in spiritual formation. And I'm hoping to apply that to our church planning work in Mongolia as well as my life coaching interns, emerging leaders, and missionaries. So you guys are in Mongolia, but not today, because just so, for the record, listen, right. they're, right. not, they're not in Mongolia, although it's probably warmer in Mongolia. No, it's colder in Mongolia. During, I don't know. It's just Minnesota. They're in the frozen tundra today <laughs> of Minneapolis, St. Paul. So wh- why are you guys on campus today? Did you guys just, were you were bored? You want to get away from Mongolia for the <laughs> summer vacation? Why are you guys up there in Minneapolis today? Well, uh, we've been in Mongolia since 2008, and we've come on a, home on a couple furloughs, so we're able to come home this year for a furlough. This is our first time being a full year back in the States. And uh, Crown invited us to be able to be international workers and residents here on campus. So we were able to live on campus this year and uh, interact with the community face-to-face. I bet that's nice to be able to practice your English all over again. That's a tough one. <laughs> yes. So as you're applying, I mean, you're learning, you're you're learning global leadership, your Christian studies, you're working on these master's programs. And, and I know in Mongolia, you can't be, isn't Mongolia one of those places where you can't be outwardly Christ followers where you almost, I mean, are, is it different than China? I mean, how, how open are you able to be with your faith when you're on the field? Uh, Mongolia is more open than China, but uh, we do work in a Muslim context, so uh, we have to be a little more creative. I like that, a little more creative. How applicable, the stuff that you're learning in your global leadership program and your Christian studies program, how applicable applicable is that stuff to your day-to-day work? Well, I think it's 100% applicable to us. Um, not just working on our own um, character, helping us be accountable, helping us to uh, seek the Lord and kind of think of things from a different light. Sometimes when you're right in the middle of it, in the midst of it, it's hard to get that kind of overhead view or that aerial view of what you're experiencing, and you get kind of uh, taken down a little bit with uh, just life. And so I think that it's really given us opportunities to be encouraged. One of the things that I've been able to do is uh, connect through the uh, discussion boards and the threads with the the other students and kind of talk to them about my situation of uh, interacting with the people, uh, doing evangelism, um, doing storyboard methods of uh, biblical stories and uh, where where I should start and what projects and just all of that being able to have a, a group of a think tank of students to be able to help me while I'm there in Mongolia doing uh, what God's called us to do has been a huge resource for me. That's absolutely amazing. It's amazing that I didn't know that's what your guys' background was. I knew that, Professor Lemke, Dale, you actually have been on the mission field in Japan, and you're back in the States training people in bivocational ministry. And really, isn't it, Dale, isn't that the way most ministry is done around the world, bivocationally? Yeah, so it's interesting. When you start, uh, there's this growth of um, missionaries being sent from countries outside of the West, right? So a number of those workers are... Um, they're having to serve bivocationally, um, and an increasing number of people are needing to be trained to work bivocationally in countries where you can't go as a traditional missionary. Awesome. Now, you, when we were talking a little earlier today, you told me about a special program that if somebody, I don't know if this applies online, so I'm going to ask you, is your 4 plus 1 program, does that apply online as well? Yes. Yeah, so um, we've developed uh, a bachelor's in Christian ministry uh, in which um, qualified students, you have to have a certain GPA to, and you have to fill out an application to uh, get accepted into the program, but you can actually take half of your MA in Christian Studies as a part of that undergrad degree 
and then you uh, just add one extra year to complete the master's degree. So five years for an undergraduate and a master's degree. That's pretty fantastic. Now, Dr. Fawn McCracken, are you still in the room? I am. Okay, so talk to me about you're, you're in charge of all the online learning for Crown College. Talk to me about what your favorite part of this program is, why it's so important to Crown College and to the students that are participating. You know, my favorite part is just to serve people like Larry and uh, Krista and uh, Gabe and Kathy and just all of the students that know that God has called them here for a purpose to help make sure that they are getting quality courses, that they are getting access to the curriculum, and that they are able to receive that degree that's going to further them in their kingdom work. Now, Fawn, do you teach any of the courses? I do. Okay, so you're teaching some of the online courses? Occasionally I'll teach Managing Diverse Classrooms, which is one of our graduate courses for our international educators. Okay. So talk to me about how you connect with your students because, you know, just like Larry's in Mongolia, I doubt you're picking up the phone and talking to Larry. And you got Cassie in Minneapolis. You got, uh, you got um, Gabe in Cedar Rapids. You got people all over the world taking these classes. How do you connect up with them? You know, it's through the online discussion boards. We're able to have rich discussions and interactions that way. Also through email. Uh, once students submit a project, I will continue the dialogue through email uh, suggesting recommendations, challenging them further to think through the concepts that they have mentioned. And really, it's amazing how much connectedness you can create through through the Internet, through the email, through the discussion boards. Even though I've never spoken to the students, uh, usually uh, I still feel like I know them. So Cassie and Gabe, you guys are, are online. You're not going into the campus. How connected do you feel to your professors? Gabe, you go, you go first. True, yeah. It, it, it varies course by course as far as the engagement with uh, certain professors, but I tell you, all of them have been accessible, and it's ranged from everything from, as Vaughn mentioned, the discussion board, uh, the class I'm in right now, our professor is fantastic at initiating conversations on the discussion board. I've also gotten to the point in, in a former class where I called the professor for life advice on some stuff I was working on that dealt with stuff in the class. So I think it was around organizational behavior and development and whatnot. So, I think it is, like you said, it's kind of what you make of it. If you're if you're willing to put in the work and they see you're serious, they're they're open to to your questions and 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 they open their lives. So it's been great. Cassie, how about you? How how easy do you find it to get connected to professors? Yeah, I agree with Gabe. Um, there's some professors have various posted office hours. I mean, I've had professors all over the country, so it does vary as far as time zones. So email. Um, most of them have two emails that are accessible. If they're not um, easily accessible at their Crown email, they'll have a po- or a personal or a work email. Sometimes they'll give us their cell phones, but they're also all um, using the Blackboard site, which allows them to um, interact with the whole class or send out an email to the whole class at the push of a button. So I've had great experiences in most classes with them. Well, that's super. It's so important to be able to connect up the professors one way or the other, and and with texting and with email and and with phone calls. Larry, you're in Mongolia taking these classes. You and Krista, how are you connecting? I mean, is are you just on the discussion boards, or how do you get a hold of your professors? Um, We are 12 hours different, so we've been doing discussion boards and emails, but um, we do have to wait a little bit sometimes to get replies back, but uh, it's been really good. How weird Um, is that, though? Because you're 12 hours different, but you're 12 hours the next day, so you're actually emailing people back in time. 
Right, yeah, we're emailing from the future. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. When you think about it, that's pretty cool. So you're emailing people in the past, and they answer. I like that. Okay. That, and for those people that don't get it yet, they're just going to have to look at the globe on their desktop somewhere. <laughs> All right, so here's what I want to know from the students as we go in. we got about six and a half minutes left before we go to the next break, so lots of time. I Work For Him is all about helping people learn how to connect their faith and their workplace. You guys are studying classes that are giving you practical ways. You're learning great things in an MBA program, in a master's program. You're learning practical things each and every day, whether it's leadership, whatever it is about business. How often is your faith challenged by what you're learning to a different level? I mean, how often is your faith challenged to the next level? Go ahead, Larry, you first. All right, I think for myself, uh, one of the biggest things is uh, the spiritual formation component and where I... And let's step back from that for a minute, because people are hearing spiritual formation. I'm picturing clay. Go ahead <laughs> and describe what spiritual formation is really quickly. Okay, so I think for myself, uh, the, co- the course that I was in was looking at my past, looking at my life, what am I driven by, uh, what, are, what are my dark sides, what are my light sides, and um, so just kind of learning to walk and develop in Christ. Nice. I like that. So you're learning that in your classes, and that's challenging you in your day-to-day walk in your faith. Yes, to make sure to make sure that I'm not burning out and make sure that I'm not overextending myself, make sure I'm loving my family and serving them as well. So, Krista, how's he doing with that? He's doing awesome. He has always put family first, and I've been very grateful for, for that. I don't think that we would be where we are if it wasn't for that. We wouldn't last very long. Now, marriage is tough enough when you live in a state. Throw yourself on the other side of the international dateline into a country that really doesn't like Christians. It's got to make marriage a little bit more difficult. What, do you, what has been your biggest challenge, Krista, in your marriage being in a foreign country? Um, I think that just being overseas, there's a lot of stressors outside of the home. And so if there's any cracks in the foundation, it just, it grows. Um, And so I think Larry and I have done a really good job in just, we have to make sure that we're really intentional to communicate and to make sure we're on the same page and that we know what's going on with each other. And we've actually become the best of friends because of that, because we really only have each other. We don't have a lot of other Um, people in our city that speak English even, so we've gotten really close. That's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that. I know that question wasn't written down for you ahead of time. (laughs) Anytime I get a husband and wife talking on the air about their marriage, it's always encouraging because everybody wants to know, how are you doing it? What are you doing? So Cassie, going to you, you're you're in the MBA program. You're already in accounting and finance each and every day. What are you learning in your MBA program that's challenging your faith? What, what What has challenged you personally? I think the biggest takeaway for me hasn't necessarily been in the accounting and finance courses. It's been more in the um, leadership courses and just challenging, like, what makes you the leader that you are in in the organization you're serving in and what kind of builds you up and what's been really difficult. And we've read some great books, which I can't remember the names of at the moment, but that have really... Um, they really impacted your life, though. Really impacted me. <laughs> Love no, that. Um, that have really challenged me to kind of take a step back and um, just look at what makes me a good leader and makes me um, be able to serve our Lord at my workplace in a non-Christian environment and help my team grow and um, be better leaders and people as well. So... 
Cool. All right, Gabe, what about you? How has your faith been challenged by what you're learning in the MBA program there at Crown College? Found online, crown.edu forward slash radio. Yeah, I definitely agree with what Larry and Kathy are saying, the the spiritual leadership courses. So you don't agree uh, with Krista? Is that what you're saying? You didn't agree with Yeah, and Krista too. Okay, all right, just checking. I just want to make sure. So but that was one of the first courses, and they really established your kind of your understanding around spiritual leadership and development. Uh, but actually, I would say I've, I've learned a lot in some of the courses because I'm a communications and marketing guy. I'm not a finance person, and I'm in a finance class right now. But I'm it's developing my critical thinking skills in a way that I don't just see things. I think there's a disconnect, you know, for a lot of Christians between Sunday and Monday. They go to work, and then they're at church, and it's a completely different world to them, whereas now I've been able to see how it all works together. And to, you know, you're, you're forced to analyze how it is, uh, you know, an ex- foreign exchange rate. What does that have to do with uh, faith? And, and you have to actually come up with an argument for that in some assignments. So it really develops your critical thinking and ability to just see how Christ is plugged into everything. Cassie, as a manager over several people, I, I know your job more than most everybody else's. How have you been able to incorporate your faith into what you do on a daily basis? Um, a lot of my um, bringing in my faith into my role um, has to do with the personal relationships that I've built with my team members and the people across our firm. Um, just kind of building building that personal relationship as well as me portraying um, more of a Christ-like role as, as a manager within our department and just kind of being more passionate and caring and showing that side of who, who, who I am. So just being real, loving yeah. people, loving people, yep. love that. Okay. Hey, we're talking today with students and professors from Crown College. Find them online at crown.edu forward slash radio. And I'm highlighting them today because everything they teach online, yes, you're going to get a practical education, but you're going to get a biblical worldview incorporated into it. All right, I promised I'd ask this question. Why should somebody listening today consider getting involved in Crown College's online educational program? Cassie, really quick. You know, it's a very unique Christ-centered environment um, with a diverse um, background in professors and experiences. Um, it's it's uh, within a good cost range. Um, I've had a great experience. I only have four classes left. I would highly recommend the program. Gabe. Yeah, you know, I'd say if you have any sort of itch to to get your master's like I did, I wasn't even fully sure as I was signing up, is it something I want to do? But it's been rewarding. It goes faster than you would think, and I know it'll be worth it once I graduate. Larry? I think to add to what has already been shared, uh, just that it it works in your life. We have so many things going on in Mongolia, the communications, the, the hours that we put in in our projects, and we're able to just add this in very seamlessly, and it, uh, the professors are really really willing to work with us. Krista? I think I would say that it creates such a focus on your relationship with the Lord, and so it just it quickens that, that deepening of, of that relationship with Him. Dr. Fawn McCracken, you're going to get the last words today. Tell me why students today, the listening, you've got a listening audience anywhere from 25 to 65 today. Why should they consider getting their MBA from Crown College? Fawn, did you hear my question? Yes, I think if you if you know that God is calling you to pursue your education, uh, go to our website and check us out and see what God says while you're while you're examining us. 
Crown.edu forward slash radio. Thanks very much to Cassie, Gabe, Larry, Krista, Dale, and Fawn. You guys, it was a great fast show. We've come to the end of another I Work For Him show. Thanks very much. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening today out there today. Thanks so much to our show sponsors. Most Insurance, find them online at mostins.com. Bel Air Wealth Management, find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. And Crown College, find them online at crown.edu forward slash radio. You know, each and every day we ask you, what do you think about how you can make an impact on Tampa Bay and beyond with your faith? Well, getting an online education with a biblical perspective, that's one way to take our city. What are you thinking about today? You know, we learned today that our faith can be stretched even in our education. How awesome would it be for you to be able to get an online education but understand how to connect your faith with your workplace regardless of what that may be? We need to keep in mind, there's an epic battle going on for the souls of our coworkers and of employees. And that's why it's so important that we understand how to connect our faith in our workplace because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. We need to take it seriously. So that's why I ask you to go out to iWorkForHim.com and join the iWorkForHim Nation. Click on the flag and make the commitment to start praying for people that you work with by name each and every day. Look for ways to serve them. Look for ways to befriend them. Look for ways to pray with them. But all along, all along demonstrating excellence in what you do to be the best and brightest example of an employee in your workplace, in your position. We need to shine for Jesus each and every day in what we do. It's the I Work For Him Challenge. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business. But ultimately, ultimately, I work for him.